This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow hidden one, Taylor Sokol. Oh, where am I? <laughs> Today we're reviewing the latest edition of the Assassin's Creed franchise. This is Assassin's Creed Mirage, the 13th major installment in the series, and is the uh, follow-up to the last one we liked, Valhalla. Uh, this looks like it was going to be a fun return to form for the game and kind of its original settings that the franchise kind of started with. Of course, once again, uh, developed and published by Ubisoft and uh, available on different platforms. Uh, Taylor and I, of course, are PlayStation 5 fans, so that's how we played the game. Again, this is not a full review with spoilers. This is uh, typically with our game reviews. We play anywhere between 10 and 15, maybe up to, you know, a little more hours of the game and give our thoughts based on game mechanics, story, setting, display all the above so taylor what's a brief synopsis of assassin's creed mirage so this is sent in ninth century baghdad during the islamic golden age uh during the anarchy at samara the story follows basim uh who was a character <clears throat> was a character that's introduced in valhalla as kind of a mentor and kind of introduction to avor's character of the hidden ones and him eventually becoming an assassin so you know Originally, as you said, this was going to be just um, DLC. It was going to be just kind of like a short standalone. Um, but then they realized they have more to tell and they could actually make this a full-fledged game. Kind of like the Miles Morales of Spider-Man, what that kind of did for that. Yeah. So we knew we were going to get a smaller story, but um, one that gets close to the roots, which I think for the diehard Assassin's Creed fans, this is kind of a return to force. Now, for those of, like, for me, I'm not a huge um as we talked about one of our previous episodes, Chris and I have not played like every single Assassin's Creed game. We played a little bit, but we definitely agreed, although enjoyed it visually, the story, it's it's quite massive. Valhalla was just almost too big. 
And it kind of took away from the assassin where you really didn't sneak around that much. It was mostly open combat and everything, but yeah, I was uh, pretty excited to co follow a character that was already established. We didn't really know much about him, but he definitely was kind of more of a, um, Deuter antagonist, not really the the hero, not really the villain, kind of somewhere in between. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, when I was playing this, I really enjoyed the scope and scale of the map. I thought, cool, we're kind of staying in the you know city of Baghdad. There's a couple of outskirts area. Um, of course, there's always the fast travel, but I like the fact that we were in really closed quarter combat and closed quarter areas where I think what was missing from the other game, which I liked about this, is there is a real threat. If you were discovered by guards or whatnot, you better haul ass, excuse me. Um, so in this one, you kind of felt the pressure of like, I need to run, I got to move. And um, that sort of feeling of what Assassin's Creed is really was re- resonated really highly with me when I was starting to play this game. I mean, yeah, same for me in that Valhalla, what was fun to be a Viking and to do like the raids and stuff. I sank like maybe 120 hours into that game uh, yeah. to try to, you know, get the platinum trophy. That is way too long to put into a game. Um, you know, this realistically, and without even having finished the game, I think I can do everything I need in the game in 20 hours tops, uh, which is a nice standard size game. But there's something cool. I think there's always something about Assassin's Creed that even though they've tackled different time eras, it always started in like this Middle East kind of era. And yeah. I think returning to that time period and setting it in that kind of, uh, you know, land is kind of what you're looking for because there are these amazing, you know, cities you can go into. And I mean, you can really walk around and there's little nooks and little, you know, places to go through, buildings to go through. And it's part of the fun is that, yes, if you are caught or you attack some people or you, try to steal something and it doesn't go quite the way you wanted, you then have to kind of figure out your path to not be seen anymore. And of course, there's plenty of enemies around, um, you know, apart from your assassin duties, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. You do have a nice big sword and a dagger and plenty of side weapons. You know, you got throwing knives, you got blow darts, you got smoke bombs, traps. So there's plenty of stuff to play with, with your character. Yeah. But I just love the the look of everything. I mean, again, this is PS5. Graphics are incredible. Probably the best you're going to see them on, unless you have a really awesome PC. I agree. Yeah. I mean, just the landscape. Like, I love just, you know, the outskirts. You're, you're in the sand dunes. You have the oasis. You have kind of a river going on. But it's this widespread land. And then you have these massive cities, you know, Baghdad. And as we said, the outskirts. So there's plenty of eye candy. And I appreciate that. Yeah, they were like, we're still going to give it a vast feel. But by God, it's going to be way less of a map than previous editions because I think it's just a nice return to scale in terms of like the danger still present. But we're not having you to do, you know, so much repetitive stuff that it feels like I've already kind of done this mission 10 times before. I'm getting a little bored. I'm only doing that because I want to get the platinum trophy. There's also a cool little supernatural element in this, which I think, again, is a fun thing where they kind of play with the. The, the land that they're dealing with, the time period, we have this kind of supernatural gin element, you know, kind of like a genie yeah. that um, I haven't done a whole lot with in the game, but I've always loved since Valhalla, and I've seen him since other games, when you ever kill someone that is part of the order, and these are like the bad guys, yeah, you kind of go into this weird shadow realm where like you kind of have a final little 
little monologue speed with them. Yeah, almost like time yeah. stands time stand still for a bit, and you're like, yeah. And it's like you know, because you you usually assassinate these people, so that's like a little dialogue scene. And a couple times so far of Basm killing people, he then like in that shadow realm is turning to hear and see signs of this djinn. And there's some cool elements with that in terms of like, you know, really the game starts with him being just this kind of common thief. Yeah. And well, know, how rap. did he get into, yeah, it is kind of an Aladdin story in a way. It's like, how did he get to be, you know, this famous assassin? Where did he come from? What's his background? How that leads to Valhalla. So I'm really excited to, to keep playing the game and see like where it ultimately ends. And then yeah, where especially no spoilers, that, but for those who beat Valhalla, there's a lot of, a lot of backstory going beyond Valhalla that will be interesting to see how our main character kind of finds his way. And one thing I'm really happy about this game, which I didn't mind it in Valhalla, but I know in other games, it can be a little bit of an eyesore. There's no uh, going into the, you know, the present day and you being some other person that happens to be going into the machine to go back yeah. to these memories. For, for those of you who are listening game. to, yeah, for those of you listening to this and never played a, uh, assassin's game there was this idea that the animus you could go back into your yes. genetic memories and it does you're right from the ones i played and i played about four of the ones before this it tends to almost kind of like stop the story at a standstill and kind of like kind of like uh, the mary jane um missions in the first spider-man yeah. game uh-huh. gotta play this person so yeah it kind of throws you off where this one i just wanted and this is everything you want for an assassin game just set in that time period i mean from what we've played so far i haven't experienced any going to the past. And actually like some of this was you're introduced to him, how he finds the hidden ones. And then there's a part, very part early on where there's not this long drawn out thing. It's like you train and then we get the montage sequence, which is like, okay, great. Let's get to the action. Let's get started. So if you're one of those people who want to get right into the game and you like those kind of action stealthy games, this is the game for you. Another feature is really great is when you have to tackle some of these assassination missions, they'll give you options where you can investigate. Like, how do you want to go in? Do you want to sneak in with a crowd? Do you want to go, underneath a hidden aqueduct or something like that. So there's always like little things that give the player choice where I can do the main missions, but then there's also bounties. And the nice thing with the bounties and stuff, if you win, you get like skill points. And if you do it right, you'll get all these little things, which it's not just the trophy. You you do get little bonuses for, for it. So unlike Valhalla, where I felt like I was doing a lot for nothing, there's a little bit more reward system with this game, I think. And again, you, you have options for, you know, different outfits, uh, your weapons, Yep. And you have skill tree, of course, so you can level up your skills. And so I think there's plenty in here in that you, you're still getting a full-fledged game. It's just not going to be taking up all of your life to do so. And the setting is just beautiful. I mean, again, depending on what time of day you're, you're playing, you know, again, with sundown, nighttime. I mean, they're really seeing the whole desert uh, vibe, which I really appreciate. And even like the bad guys, I mean, you know, you got your typical kind of you know, soldiers at the at the the mosque, or you know the 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 big kind of um, what would you call it? Like the I'm not trying not not castle, but you know what I mean. The or the head, the head of the like, but the head of the order. They have these cool, you know, silver yeah. kind of gold masks uh, and and kind of creeping. And of course, you start to theorize, and you get to actually investigate. So it's like, well, maybe if I investigate these three angles, I'll get a clue to then find out who the order member is. So I love that there's this detective element to oh, the game. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, detective! Yes, Can yeah. imagine Lucifer as um, <laughs> he was back there. He was back there back then. 
And this is a game that did it did sneak in, you know, a week before the release of Spider-Man 2. So again, it's just as with these movies where it's like you're going to put all this work and effort into a game. Um, don't release it right before what you yeah. know, what's going to be a smash moment. And we're going to get to Spider-Man 2. Don't get you wrong. But yeah, this game just it really hooked me. And I was like, I got to I got to see it through. So this is advertised the game. shortly after Valhalla was out. Like they were saying, oh, we're already yeah. like, before you even beat the game. And Valhalla had been out about six months by the time I think we got maybe almost a year. But then it was announced after all this DLC. So, yeah, it did really come under the radar. So, I mean, if you're a diehard Assassin's Creed fan, you've already heard about this. Um, I definitely glad that we decided to review it. I was I wasn't sure if it was going to be just DLC or it was going to be its own entity. Depending on if you pre-order if you pre-ordered or something, you can get like the Alibaba and the 40 Thieves downloads. So there's a couple little extra nooks and crannies. Yeah, and- I I got that. I haven't you did? played it nice. yet, but that was that was part of my um got this through GameStop. So I'm excited to see uh exactly what that does. But that that's kind of cool that they played into a little bit of that mythos. A little bit of the lore. But yeah. we, 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 I mean, honestly, all in all, I mean, for me, i this is probably my third full game that I'm gonna tend to finishing for the Assassin's Creed. I mean, all in all, I think they're they weren't breaking new ground, but I like them going back to the roots of what makes these games so great. It is assassin, let's be an assassin. Um and just the world building, everything. I'm going to give this one probably give it a solid 8.5 out of 10, honestly, for what could have just been a DLC. They made it a full-fledged game, um, just kind of like Miles Morales. I, I really enjoyed this, and I'm, I'm hope, looking forward to what they see next. Yeah, I'm also going to be an 8.5 out of 10. I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. I'm excited to see how it ends, and I, I think it will be a game that has replayability with the harder difficulty uh, down the line. So... You can now check out Assassin's Creed Mirage. I believe it's available on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And uh, yeah, we'll be excited to see um, you know what next era or whatever they'll tackle next for Assassin's Creed. You know this franchise is going to keep going and going and going. So check out Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's a great game. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.